Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. everyone welcome back to another episode of own the feels brought to you in partnership with love better where we are doing our damnedest to help us break up better which means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it now you can't make a podcast in 2023 without talking about ghosting even though this is something that definitely happened pre-dating apps pre-social media Liv, I feel like ghosting is a very digitally enhanced concept and as the digitally native generation, it really doesn't surprise me that most of the stories or a lot of the stories that we got sent in about breakups had some element of ghosting in them. Oh, I feel like when I first heard of ghosting, I kind of was like, oh, this is just a fad. Like, this is just kind of like what happens on dating apps. You know, when dating apps seemed like something that wasn't going to really stick around, and then suddenly they did. But I guess it's taken over from, like, being stood up. Yes! You know, in, like, the movies, and, like, if you were to go to a restaurant by yourself, and in kind of, like, the early 2000s, people would assume that you'd been stood up on a date. Like, that's so true. Ghosting has, yeah, it feels like it has taken over from being stood up. You're right. And... I guess we should tell people, I mean, everyone knows what ghosting is, I feel like, but we should give a little explanation. So ghosting, what I've got here is, as a definition, a gutless way to break up with someone, which is not a definition at all because it's not telling you what it is. But it's essentially when someone cuts off all communication with you and it's without an explanation. So it's a, a... it's like they've turned into a ghost. They just vanish, they become invisible in your life. But it must be a really fucking weird and hard thing to have to navigate. Because like, I haven't even like had friends that have just disappeared off the face no. of the planet. Like I find that such a cruel thing to do to someone. I mean, unless you feel like you're in danger, which we will yes. go into a little later. But... Other than that, it is a pretty, like, it's a very just avoidant behavioural tactic. And we're going to get into, you know, the lack of communication skills and the things we were never taught and why, you know, we're going to go into why ghosting does happen. because it happens a lot and we do need to kind of understand and maybe if we have ghosted someone before, understand why we did that and try not to judge ourselves but it is something that you can kind of look into and maybe like you've got more about own up to it first and then be like holy fuck why did I do that what was it that stopped me from having that conversation which are like great things to learn not just for breakups but for any confrontation you might have in life absolutely so I thought we would start with some stories because like I said before we we got a lot of ghosting stories um the first two are to do with communication skills. So 
I ghosted my high school partner after going to uni. We were together since our first year of high school. One day I realised they never initiated anything, so I stopped texting, stopped calling, until they reached out and asked why I stopped. I told them I was done starting everything. I continued not initiating anything and our relationship basically dissolved. Mm. That's an interesting one. Because it's a little bit of revenge sort of tied in there, you know, in terms of they made them feel not wanted. Like you can see the motivation for the ghosting. But if I was in that position, I think I would want to hopefully figure out a different way of reacting to it. Or at least um, when they reached out and asked why you stopped initiating Mm. it, you... I mean, again, it's hard because it's not our job to educate our partner. But in this in this circumstance, it could have been a good growth point to be like, I stopped doing this because you made me feel like this. And in your next relationship or in this one, if we want to try and rekindle it, you need to know that you have to initiate some conversations or, yeah. you know, use it as a teaching moment. Exactly. The scenario seemed like a little bit of a missed opportunity, didn't it, for yeah. that to I happen. Mean, who knows? They might have gone on and... and taught them well absolutely they only have what they sent in the next story so my ex and i had started falling around throughout our flight host training roughly a month or two into the situationship i just cut contact and i didn't know why looking back i was afraid of rejecting someone they made it really easy for me too they caught on quick and didn't send me a lot more texts After a few weeks, we met up at an event with mutual friends and they didn't even comment on it. They were one of the nicest people I've ever met and I truly regret not explaining myself properly. Yeah, this is a scenario. I mean, it is hard sometimes in the moment to gauge what we're feeling and why. Like it can be difficult to unpack it in terms of this person, you know, ghosting this other person without kind of really understanding why they were doing it yeah and again a really really good opportunity for some inward reflection yeah. but maybe before you do the ghosting I know that is I feel like that's the crux of this episode mm. is that we want probably for you to have listened to this maybe when you're 15 or 16 maybe when you're 25 and and realize before you go to send to stop sending that those texts or yeah. before you go to ghost this person why are you doing this and how how could you actually explain yourself to them? And I can imagine like a lot of the time, I don't know if this is the case with this specific scenario, but you could kind of, oh, I'll put off replying, I'll put off replying, I'll put off replying. And then suddenly you haven't replied for so long and then you get anxious about, yeah. you know, rumination, ruminating, like getting back into that messaging conversation. And it then just you're just easier. suddenly like, fuck, well, I've kind of ghosted them without really even realizing it. Yeah. What I liked about the story is it sort of came full circle Mm. in the way that they said they really regret not explaining themselves properly. And again, this is one of our more self-aware stories when it comes to this because they have felt that regret. They've sat with it. And I mean, I don't know if they owe it to the person to reach out with an explanation now. I feel like that's situational. But the fact that they are like, this person was really fucking nice. I obviously wasn't ready. I regret doing that. They just obviously weren't ready to have that conversation or they hadn't learned. They can see that their actions with ghosting them have had major emotional consequences for this person who absolutely did not deserve it. And they can see that. Yeah. And so that must be quite hard, like the regret of that situation. I know. To kind of live with. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is, and I feel like we've talked about this in a few episodes, even if you feel like at the time it's the right idea you will probably look back 
and feel some type of way about what you've done to this person, whether you think they deserved it still or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I think a lot of the time you will look back and, and you'll feel the type of way about yourself for yeah. doing this. Now, the next story, this is about ghosting, but one person in the relationship had poor mental health, so it's a bit more nuanced. When I was 19, I went on a university exchange to the UK. My partner of four years came along. The plan was that they would get a work visa while I studied, but things got bad pretty much immediately. Their mental health deteriorated. They were so sad and anxious. I was loving my life, traveling and studying. Because of their poor mental health, they decided to return home early. So we said goodbye at the airport, did the whole, I'll miss you, I'll see you in three months, and then they never spoke to me again. They went home and ghosted me. After four years, I thought they had died. They didn't contact me for a year afterwards to say sorry they couldn't face me. It was their mum that let me know that they were home. It was awful and messed with me a lot. There was no massive scandal that preceded this, just a deterioration of mental health and being on different paths. This is so sad. I think when we talk about ghosting, there's such a spectrum, right? Because when you think about ghosting, I know I kind of, go as I said before go straight to like the dating app situation like yeah you've been talking to someone for maybe a few weeks yeah. and then you get ghosted but this is a totally different circumstance this like is four years four years is wild and no explanation I can't even imagine that that must feel awful and and it would be like a type of grief I think but with no closure no. so it just extremely hard and so this one obviously before I said there was no explanation I mean there was but there wasn't a verbal explanation they could see that the mental health of their partner was deteriorating but they couldn't maybe see that this is why the relationship had to end in this way and then to have gone a year just with this not knowing feeling for a year and then for, you know, their partner, to, their ex to reach out and and sort of explain or let them know. Just imagine that year of hell. Absolute hell. And again, when mental health comes into the mix, it is nuanced. But the thing is, as we often talk about on Culture Vulture, it can be an explanation, not an excuse. Yeah. So, yes, this person was obviously struggling and it was too hard to face their ex-partner but they could have at least, I think, a little sooner, it seems, gotten someone to tell, you know, their ex-partner what had happened because here it says that the mum did end up telling them. But because they said, I thought they died, yeah, just kind of shows that they were left in limbo for, for too so long, long for and, way too long. And as much as it would have been, you know, good and maybe they would have felt a bit of relief hearing from the mum that their partner got home, I just feel like... That would have been a um, very standard, hey, just want to let you know they're home and safe. That's not even an explanation for why did they just stop talking to me? Why did they cut me out of their life? Like write their a friends letter. could have done. Yeah. Write a message. If, if face-to-face communication is just out of the question in terms of your mental health at yeah. that point in time, there's still other ways to communicate. Yeah. Now, some other reasons that people might ghost other people which we haven't talked about in the stories above but I just thought we should run through them maybe is if you feel like it's just too much too soon you feel Mm -hmm. this intensity that you're not comfortable with maybe your first reaction is to cut it off with no explanation again Liv is going to help us 
figure out what to do if we feel like it's too much too soon. Safety concerns. This is actually incredibly important because obviously there are cases, like with everything we talk about in this podcast series, where the line gets crossed and it could move into you feeling unsafe, you feeling like your privacy is being invaded. We have a whole episode coming up on stalking and and how to deal with when it does cross that line. So research has actually shown that it's quite common to ghost someone based on safety concerns alone. Very valid. Feeling like you're protecting the person's feelings is one of the hugest um, excuses. I would call this an excuse. I Definitely think. an excuse. I think this shows a lack of emotional maturity. Yeah. Or and, lying to yourself. Yeah, because people think it's better to ghost someone um, either than to be rejected or like, you know, maybe you are trying to explain to yourself, like, no, I'm protecting them, but it's just you trying to protect yourself and not get rejected. Or it's just a way, you know, we all make up stories in our heads to make us feel better about things. And mm-hmm. this just feels like textbook self-sabotage or self-preservation to say to yourself, I'm protecting their feelings by just cutting it off without telling them why. Absolutely, but deep down you know that that is not the case. Yeah, much better to tell them why you're not interested than like leave them in limbo. You might think that this is going to hurt their feelings way more, but that's for such a short time that then they can at least go and find a partner that likes those parts about them instead of just leaving them in limbo. And then obviously there is just the lack of interest in pursuing the relationship. That is the most common reason for ghosting but I mean it's still it's not an excuse for not giving someone an explanation just Um, literally like even a text to be like hey look not feeling it I'm really sorry again this shit's hard this shit is hard I mean confrontation is so so hard especially when you're kind of younger you know especially when you're teenager early 20s I feel like we you haven't had a lot of practice no, at it. that's the thing. And social media makes it so easy makes to it cut someone so off. so easy to just avoid. And I feel like our generation is pretty fucking good at that. I know. So the more you avoid confrontation, the bigger it becomes in your the head. You and the it. more you hate it. And you don't realise that you can actually get through it and become stronger on the other end. And, and that confrontation is actually very good. They will probably benefit too if you say, I didn't ghost you because... It was way too hot and heavy at the start and it made me feel uncomfortable or whatever. You know, their next relationship, they might take it a bit slower and you're actually helping them. And I feel like growing up, Luce, I don't know if you felt this too, but it was kind of like a societal value to be non-confrontational. Like, yeah, especially, especially as women. Especially as women, you'd kind of be like, oh, like, no, I'm just not a confrontational person. Like, And then that was always an excuse for either people-pleasing or kind of avoidant behaviour. And it would be like, oh, but I'm just not confrontational. I'm, I'm just, like, I need to be the chill girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to get emotional like that. I don't yeah. want to hurt someone's feelings. And these are all masks we hide behind. Yeah. And things that we have to work through because they're kind of drilled into us it from, is, yeah, you know, being born. But yeah, I do feel like confrontation is hot. Like confrontation in 2023 is hot. We need to do it. It's respectful. Mm-hmm. You can do it in a nice way. Liv, you're probably going to teach us how to do that um, because, I mean, I need to learn. Yes, Liz, definitely we'll go into that because super, super important. But first, I'm going to go into how ghosting can be hurtful during a breakup or after a breakup because it from the stories we got in is one of like the most 
kind of debilitating things that can happen to people in the romantic sense, I think. Lack of closure will literally fuck you up. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about if you've been ghosted, but also if you were the ghoster. Mm. So we've got a little bit of information for both of you. So if you've been ghosted, one of the main things is just a huge negative impact on self-worth. And a lot of this is due to the lack of clarity around the ending of the relationship. Yeah. What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? What could I have done better? We don't know. Absolutely. And then so this brings mistrust into future relationships because you're like, well, if I got ghosted once, then like, why wouldn't I get ghosted yeah. again? This person who got ghosted after a four-year relationship, like this wasn't uncommon when we were getting responses yeah. in from the audiences. There were a lot of really long-term relationships that ended because of ghosting, which was pretty shocking. Yeah. And then ghosting gives you no cue to how to react, Yeah, which is super hard. Did they die? Has something really bad happened? Should I let them have space because am I overwhelming them? Like, are they at a funeral right now like I don't know that's what's so unfair like not so only unfair. that you don't know what you might have done but you also don't know if they are okay yeah and you just don't know what's a valid reaction on yeah. your behalf yes and then there comes in a whole lot of self-blame self-judgment because you're like well I'm really really angry and I'm really upset and Possibly I'm hurt revenge yeah but then what if they're dead yeah, <laughs> and no, then truly. I'm gonna feel like the most awful human being in the world true and then also it can make you question yourself. And this is just so unfair yes. because it's so not on you. It really is on them for being cowardly enough to mm-hmm. ghost you and basically not having the kind of inner strength to face you face to face. Yes, um, It's like, you know, all of these questions run through your head. Why didn't I see this coming? How could I have been such a poor judge of character? Like, what did I do? There must be something so wrong with me. How can I protect myself from this happening again? Like, all of this bullshit goes around and around in your head for, like, literally no reason because it wasn't you. It just wasn't you. And you're just, you're going to bring that into your next relationship experience Mm -hmm. or your next time you start talking to someone. And it's just really unfair because it's actually not to do with you. Yeah, for sure. And then the last one is that ghosting is actually the ultimate use of the silent treatment, which Mm. is a tactic that's been viewed by mental health professionals as a form of emotional cruelty Mm. because you can't ask questions about the circumstance and you can't get answers about your own situation which is just really really unfair you're left in the dark again you don't know how to react it ends up creating all of this space for just negativity to come into your brain low self-esteem it's really really nasty so true the silent treatment being like a form of emotional cruelty is incredibly valid and yeah this is just they've disappeared no closure so Absolutely. all you have left is to question yourself. People can't grow if they don't know what they've done wrong. Mm. And what about if you are the ghoster? Because I know we had a few people reach out saying that they've done this and, and yeah, they regret it. For sure. Again, a lot of people out there have ghosted. It was pretty apparent. Yeah. So if you have ghosted and you're feeling guilty, you need to own it. Mm. And you need to reach back out to the person you've ghosted and that might help you move on and feel better about yourself at least. Especially if you're at the point where you're feeling that guilt now. mm -hmm. Like you also don't deserve to live a life full of guilt for this thing that you didn't know how to deal with. But like, look, reaching back out. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like, yes, we're saying it is 
really not nice to go someone but if you did it because you just didn't have the tools at your disposal that is understandable like we haven't learned this shit in school we don't know how to deal with these hard emotions and sometimes running away feels like the only option especially if you've seen other people in your life do that someone's done that to you like these can be kind of cycles of behavior but the thing is for you to feel good about yourself even a message that says hey i'm so sorry i literally did not know how to deal with yeah. this. I did not know how to be respectful to you or to myself yeah. um, when it came to ending whatever this was. Yeah. And even if they're still angry at you, yes. even if they never want to talk to you again. It's all about focusing on you. Yeah, absolutely. At least you've done the right thing in this circumstance. So, yeah, as this kind of leads into it, can be super bad for your self-esteem. So by ghosting someone, you're showing up as someone that you don't actually want to be. Another like, theme we're seeing in, in a lot of these mm-hmm, episodes mm-hmm. is that it's turning you into someone that you may not have viewed yourself as before and you yeah. don't want to be. Yeah, and you don't want to look back in your past and be like, fuck, I, I'm the sort of person who goes someone. Like, I'm the sort of person who can't face up to my problems in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ghosting can really stunt personal growth because, again, these behaviours can become really habitual and that's the same with ghosting. So you can create a pattern of not showing up for yourself through avoiding hard conversations and this can actually like go into your personal life as well. Like if you get used to running away mm. and avoiding, all of your problems are just going to like pile up, whether that be romantic, whether that be in your personal life. And at work, like at work, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you can just become used to relying on running away, which then becomes harder and harder to come and face up mm. to everything that's going on. Um, and then understanding that hard conversations are what allows us to broaden our emotional horizons. Hard conversations make us more emotionally intelligent, and they change us for the better. Yes, they're called hard conversations for a reason. They can suck. They can be really, really uncomfortable. But you always come out of a hard conversation with a bit more knowledge about yourself. Another experience that you can call on for when this might happen again. Mm -hmm. They're just so, so important for who you are and becoming the person you want to be. And then as well as all of these things, ghosting can also burn bridges you lose. That's literally literally what you're doing. You're just losing all of the meaningful connections, which like – You don't want to be left without any meaningful connections in your life. And then people might just start knowing this about you and then not want to connect with you because they're like, well, you might ghost me. I might get hurt. Why would I even bother? Which is like not something you want when maybe these people don't even know you that well and they've heard a rumor. Like that's not fair either. It's not fair to yourself. So you might have told yourself reasons for, you know, ghosting this person, maybe like the mental health stuff, maybe mm-hmm. you were in a bad way, maybe something happened in your life, and then, yeah, other people start knowing you as a type of person that you don't see yourself as, but you just, that's why it's so important to just give whatever explanation you can, even if it is just like Liv said, saying you didn't know at the time yeah. how to deal with this conversation. Absolutely. Even if you did it six months ago and it's still weighing on your mind just do it own it loose now we're going to go into how to heal from being ghosted or actually being the ghoster because that is something you also kind of need to heal from so if you've been ghosted the number one thing is remember that this isn't about you unless of course you have concerned their safety in some way then you really need to look into maybe why they felt unsafe around you 
but usually it really, really isn't about you. It it shows us that the person who ghosted you doesn't have the skills or courage to deal with the uncomfortable feelings that arise during a breakup because we all know that breakups can be some of the most intense emotions that Mm. you ever feel and some people just have not been taught how to handle that. And they just want to avoid it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, as much as it makes you question everything about you, just remembering that it's it's about them. Absolutely. No matter how kind of unfair that feels. Um, And they either don't understand the emotional impact of their behavior, which I think is a huge one. Mm. They just maybe have never been in that situation. They've never seen the repercussions or the consequences and they've never had it happen to them. Yeah. So they don't know how much it hurts. Or sometimes brutally people just don't care. Yeah. And there's always something under why they have the ability to just not care and cut these things off at the root without blinking an eye. But that's actually their thing to go and unpack. Yeah, for sure. That's a therapist. Yeah, almost like a yeah, different conversation in terms of why don't you care? Why can you do this to people? Yeah, it's absolutely. like that's not for this podcast. However, you could probably text love better at two three four if you're feeling like why don't I care? Yeah, absolutely. Because they'll probably be able to help you out. Um Give yourself some time to grieve the ghosting. When you're ghosted, you just don't know how long that pain is going to last for. Cut yourself some slack. Give yourself time to grieve because it is a really horrible thing to happen to you. And it's a loss without closure. It could be three weeks that you've had this person. It could be four years. Absolutely. Like that story. Like that would take a very, very long time to heal from. So just give yourself that time to grieve. Again, lean on your support system. Yes. Friends, family, therapist, cat. Love Better Helpline. Love Better Helpline, whoever it is that makes you feel that little bit better. Just talk about your problems. Please don't keep it all inside because then it's just going to grow and manifest and that's not good for you or, frankly, the people around you. Um, Put energy into yourself and find closure there. So we all know that with ghosting comes a case of no closure from the other person but that doesn't mean that you can't find closure within yourself Mm. and maybe through this podcast you can kind of understand a little better why someone might have ghosted you and you can now see that it's very likely on their behalf so just know that take that in focus on yourself know that you're a fucking great person that deserves to be loved and yeah just focus on your own life and you can move on yeah And then if you're the ghoster, so first, we're very much into owning your feelings in this podcast. So you've really got to own up to the fact that you've ghosted someone. You need to recognize that even people that you don't want to be with still deserve some consideration and closure because ghosting, as we've said before, causes much more pain than the confrontation of breaking up ever would. Yeah. So you've really got to... You've come really up to the table. Own up to it. Yeah. And, and if you are able to see this as a growth moment for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you can't do it for them, do it, do for, it for, you. for you. And if you do find these conversations extremely like paralyzing, then try to prepare for it as much as possible. It's really important to maybe write things down, practice it with a friend, like as kind of maybe cringe as that sounds. It'll make you feel, again, if you are the ghoster and you can't do it for them, preparing for this conversation and and getting that practice for you is going to help. Like you can write notes on your phone and take it into the conversation. It doesn't matter. Like you can 
find your way of preparing for this as much as possible just so you can actually do it. And if it's online, you can actually write it, get someone to help you if you need to, and you're sending it to them. You, yeah. You know, it's the good and the bad of having an online relationship is that you can avoid having to do it in real life, which isn't the best thing. No. But if it's purely online, you have the tools to be able to say exactly what you need to say. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, breaking up, especially after a long-term relationship oh, yeah. is not... I'm talking not, Tinder here, yeah. everyone. <laughs> but it is still better than, than just never communicating. Absolutely. Also, one thing that is really important is to realise that there's actually nothing wrong with saying that you're no longer interested in the relationship with your ex. Mm. Like, you are allowed to feel how you feel. You're allowed to not want to be with someone. And those are valid feelings that you're allowed to communicate. Like, that's not shameful. You don't have to keep that to yourself. You don't have to make excuses. No, absolutely. You can just be like, for whatever reason, even if you don't know why you don't want to be with them anymore, I I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Like, that's your prerogative. Yes. Um, And then also realize that ghosting could actually be linked to a deeper issue, especially if it is something you're finding that is a pattern in your life that may be helpful to seek professional help for. Again, there's absolutely no shame in this. Sometimes we've come from families who really, really suck at confrontation and maybe that's, you know, been passed on to you. You've never seen someone do it properly. Maybe all of the confrontation in your family has been really, really, you know, abusive or hard to watch we don't know so there are very valid reasons for avoiding these avoiding types these types of conversations but if you find that you're doing that and it's really hurting the people in your life then maybe it's time to to talk to someone about it Liv I I was just going to say to you how how meta of a way would it be for us to end this episode just by radio just, silence oh my god we're not going to do that to you all because we have, I mean, over the last 30 minutes, however long it's been, I've actually learnt how not to go. Well, this is the thing. We're learning from our own research. Yeah, no, so honestly. It's so fantastic. I was going to cut you. I was, we were going to cut you all off right there. <laughs> but we've learnt. And I, I honestly, I hope um, you all have too. Again, you need to go easy on yourself, whether you are the ghoster or whether you have been ghosted, because there are ways that you can relieve that guilt or you can relieve those feelings that you're having. For sure. And if you have ghosted in the past, that doesn't mean you are now a ghoster and have to ghost again in the future. Like, you can redeem yourself. You're still a good person. You know, you can figure this out. It's always cliche as it sounds, a journey we learn throughout as we go. So don't be hard on yourself for it. No. And if you do feel like you need that bit of extra support, you just need to email lovebetter at youthline.co.nz or text lovebetter to 234. Obviously, On The Feels wouldn't be possible without Love Better. And to all of you who gave us your stories to bring these podcasts to life. We love you and we'll see you next week. See you then. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. 
Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.